Blog Talk Radio. Radio, and as always, it's an amazing time to be on air. It's Happy Tuesday, and we are on Loudmouth Radio's Tea Time, the Entrepreneur Academy. And today's special guest, we're going to come right in to Conyers and have an opportunity to talk to some amazing entrepreneurs. And I know that you guys are always so glad to hear us on air. And today's show itself is being hosted live right out of the Metro Atlanta area. And today we're going to kind of hone into our hometown area of the metro Atlanta area in Conyers, Georgia. And I hope that everyone is having an amazing time with their Tuesday starting off already. And it's June 25th, 2018. And it's been a wonderful stretch already into our fifth season as we have brought Loudmouth Radio to you guys ongoing right online. And you know what? If you, if you catch this show and we've already started, don't fret. We are actually live on loudmouthradio.com as well as blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. And, of course, if you want to listen to us on your favorite apps, we will be able to hear these uh, amazing podcasts on iTunes as well as Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, multiple platforms, most likely any podcast platform that you're listening to on your devices, whether it's your phone, cell phone, or even in your car, you'll be able to listen to us Um once the show completes, it'll be available 24-7 on demand. Now, today's special guest, I am so very excited to have him come on the airwaves and speak to us because he is an amazing gentleman, and I've only had a very short period of time to, to make his acquaintance over the last couple of weeks. But so far, I can tell you that it's always a delight when people introduce you to certain people and you know that everything is divine order. And so today we're going to allow our amazing guest, Mr. Coxum, one of the properties of Coastal's Low Country Cuisine of Conyers. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio, Mr. Coastal. You're live on Loudmouth Radio. How are you today? I'm blessed, honey. Thank you so much. I'm having a great day so far. Oh, wonderful. I know it's like midday and there's still so much to be done. And, you know, it's always a beautiful thing. The life of an entrepreneur is, is ongoing and never stops. And it's so funny. Sometimes people have the falsity of belief that we just shut off at a certain time like people clock out. And that's not the case. <laughs> we have to force a clock out half the time, right? Absolutely. Uh, yesterday was an open and closed day. It was a very uh, productive day. But I decided I wanted to go in and uh, spend a little time with my opening chef who was working on a big catering order. And then somewhere in the midst of the day, I found the energy and the strength and said, hey, you know what? I want to hang around and close up with the closing manager. So a long day, but a very productive day. 
Absolutely. I love it. And and for those who have not had an opportunity uh, to, to know about your beautiful establishment, let me do a little soft introduction, and then I want to kind of dive into how you guys even became um, what you are now, which is serving a well population of um, – I guess we'll consider the east side of Metro Atlanta and Conyers. Uh, but Coxon's Low Country Cuisine, a modern southern American restaurant inspired by the low country culture and its delightful cuisine specific to the southeastern shore and the sea islands along the Atlantic coast. Now, what I love about um, the, the the menu and the serving of the, of the food, you definitely can taste um, the Caribbean um, southern elements, um, even the Cajun elements that you find as far as what we call the low country culture. And that special traditional blend of flu- foods that you guys include American, European, and a Caribbean influence along with um, a West African food styling. And this is what I was just saying, the season, the ingredients, the preparations um, you guys are, are providing are come from far and wide. Now, the great thing is you guys have such a beautiful space. It's in a prime location. Um, right close off the uh, interstate off of I-20. So those who may have a desire to host meetings, parties of 40 to 50 guests easily will be comfortably seated in the private banquet room. Um, you have the ability to watch your favorite sporting events throughout the bar because you guys have big screens throughout the whole entire establishment, as well as offering traditional recipes and fresh ingredients from black-eyed peas, hummus, fried green tomatoes, shrimp and grits, crab balls, Cajun pasta, corn fried oysters, salmon burgers, sweet potato souffle, and much more. Okay, I'm hungry again already. Uh, <laughs> Me too. And, um, oh, my goodness. And, and and you guys also have a stage, which opens up for live entertainment. So I want to go ahead and, and you know, kind of gave that soft intro um, before you started speaking, Mr. Coxum. Now, you're you're Harry Coxum, so I want to make sure that people can have a, uh, a definite understanding of who we're speaking with. Uh, Mr. Coxum, if you would, please share with our audience um, just a little bit of who you are and, um, you know, where you're from and how that has trickled over into this beautiful establishment that you guys have opened up in Conyers. Uh, first, thank you again, Sonny, for using your platform uh, to showcase small business persons like myself, uh, particularly those of color. Uh, our family roots um, reign in a small town called Allendaw, South Carolina, which is just across the Cooper River from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, we are a family that hails from Western Africa, and as far as we can trace our history, uh, somewhere in the seasoning process, probably came through uh, Haiti, uh, where our family name, which was Kumsa, uh, somehow shifted mm-hmm. to Koksa. Uh, we entered into the U.S. right off of the sea islands of Charleston, and ultimately um, I oh, and wow. my siblings uh, were all born in the town of Al- in Um So the restaurant has its roots grounded in us wanting to get back to uh, the foods, the stylings and the flavorings mm-hmm. of that particular uh, area of the country, which we refer to as the low country, um, which geographically right. is basically an area where the shoreline meets the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and oftentimes yes. in that particular area, the ocean is a little bit higher, at least kind of a marshy land. Um, but mm-hmm. for a very long period of time growing up and um, dining on these types of, of this type of cuisine, we uh, thought about uh, opening up a restaurant. Uh, I am a corporate executive of 30-some years, and when I said I hung up my hamburger spatula because I work for McDonald's Corporation as an officer, <laughs> that I would open okay. up a spot. And the plan was to call the spot uh, Harry's Joint. It really was supposed to be my little labor of love. I had a several objectives, um, being uh, one okay. of seven kids raised by uh, a single mother, who was phenomenal in her own right. Um, I always, uh, we all Absolutely. learn to cook, clean, and do all the basic uh, domestic chores. So my plan of retirement was I'd be the guy we'd come to Harry's Joint. You know, I'd cook the chicken, fry up the catfish, make up a mess of greens, and we would say, uh, pour you a little brown liquor, drink a little chop myself, fire up a cigar with you on mm-hmm. the patio, and then I'd have a little space in the corner where I could showcase up-and-coming talent. It would be my way of giving back. Well, Coxon's Low Country Cuisine mm-hmm. kind of morphed into a little bit more than Harry's Joint, 
um, because it's a 6,000-square-foot building that affords us the opportunity to do those things I talked about and more. And so I was blessed with a great chef um, that I met early in my stages of looking for a location, a young man named um, Charlie Hatney. Um, And Charlie and I um, worked hard in trying to pull together the menu um, of many of the things you talked about and then some uh, that gives us a neat little special place in the city of Conyers that affords us a chance to serve a low country kind of cuisine um, in an environment that uh, is comfortable uh, but has its own means of elegance in terms of the uh, art murals that we've had painted up and brought together. Um, and it's where we call home. Absolutely. And it feels like that. And I, I, I think as you were speaking, I significantly felt like I was just having such a historic moment of, of information being shared. Um, now, I, I went to school in Savannah undergrad at SCAD, and, you know, Savannah is also part of that shoreline that's considered part of the low country. And, um, I remember having uh, many of my first experiences with certain seafoods in Savannah because my mother was allergic to fish. So, like, she could do um, shrimp and uh, mackerel, but, like, crabs and, you know, you start going to heavy fillets of fish unless I was at one of my relatives' houses that um, would fix the, you know, have a fish fry or something like that. But my mother couldn't be in the element of it being prepared or anything because it would swell her up. So um, I can remember distinctly uh, having my first experience of a low country bull uh, back in like 94, mm-hmm. 95. Yes. And I was like, I've been cheated all my life. This is like, <laughs> why did I have to wait? So why was I being denied this? <laughs> so for Every, you. Everything uh, uh, Yes, it is. All divine order, right? So coming from a family of seven children, um, now where do you fall in line as far as your your siblings? I'm the middle child. There is uh, two brothers and a sister older and two brothers and a sister younger. I'm square in the oh, middle. Oh, you're right in the middle. You're square in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, because, you know, I'm that middle I, child. I, I saw one of your brothers roll by. I was like, oh, yeah, I know you're a brother. <laughs> Your resemblance was was so significant. Ber, Ber, is it Bernie? Yeah, Bernie. Bernie, Bernie is yes. uh, my older brother. He's my senior by a little over a year. Oh, oh, you guys are really close. So, yes, yes, How yes. is it for you all? Yeah. So he 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 was in. The, we were actually we had an opportunity to have a great dining experience on Friday, which is part of what you were speaking of the live entertainment. So Friday. Um, share a little bit about the calendar there um, as far as the the, uh, the live entertainment. So a An couple event. of our um, probably steady events usually happen on Friday and Saturday night. As I mentioned, okay. uh, my vision for wanting to give back was to have a space that up-and-coming talent could showcase their wear um, and share their special mm-hmm. gifts with uh, our guests. Um, and it's an important Absolutely. piece of just who I am and my uh, my roots is that uh, those that have been blessed or charged with blessing other folks. Um, and so we've been fortunate to find uh, a good crew of local talent, uh, oftentimes that will come in and do um, some blues, some jazz, neo-soul, R&B, spoken word, uh, faith-based music, um, we've had a, a smattering of all of that type of talent at different points in time. That typically happens Absolutely. on a Friday night um, and a Saturday night. Um, special days like Mother's Day and Father's Day, we may also bring in some talent as an extension of what we do with the Sunday brunch <clears throat> that runs from 11 right. o'clock uh, until, depending on um, the day, um, the event that's going on. Um, And then we also, um, on Thursday, we've played around with um, some karaoke. Um, We've had some uh, wind-down Wednesdays kind of uh, events where you can come in. Uh, We've been fortunate enough to connect with some of the uh, other organizations and clubs, whether they were fraternities, sororities, um, on August the 4th. My uh, cousin is a big uh, Corvette fan. 
So on the fourth, we'll have mm-hmm. uh, the Corvette clubs that are coming from um, Atlanta and some of the uh, southeastern region. They'll be coming in for a day party uh, where we'll celebrate them nice. and their love of the Fourth of July. We'll, uh, uh, actually, August fourth. August fourth. We'll oh, get, August fourth. We'll okay. okay. Yeah, they usually come to oh, us okay. a couple times okay. a year, uh, but it'll be August fourth that they'll be in. Unfortunately, the Fourth of July. We will close our doors in a four-hour uh, employees the opportunity to enjoy their fourth. Um, won't Have be great a little for holiday, customers, but right. we'll have folks that, yeah, to take a day off and, and spend time with those folks that they care and do the traditional things that they do in and around the fourth. But we've been fortunate Absolutely. enough to uh, use um, um, music as a platform to be an extension of the dining experience. And Fridays and Saturdays are typically the days that we would do something, but we've also – um, place other events at different points in time throughout the year. Awesome. You know what I love, Mr. Coxon, we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh, show our media partners some love to help us to keep moving and expanding. And uh, we're going to come right back and speak a little bit more about uh, Coxon's Low Country Cuisine. Thank you. Hold on just one sec. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. Ladies, are you looking for the next best find? Don Shea's Shootique will bring out your inner glam. The lady herself, Miss Don Shea, is dedicated to providing you with the latest in hot Atlanta fashion footwear. It'll make you stand out at every event. In addition to our amazing prices, we are the go-to source for high fashion footwear. So stop by and shop online. We're sure to have the right shoes for you. www.donshay-shoes.com That's www.donshay-shoes.com Don Shays is the only place you can go to still be sane and have a suicide. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Recent auto accidents, back pain, neck pain, stress, headaches, you and chiropractic can help. Here at Ewing Chiropractic, our office utilizes an approach of pain relief measures for the treatment of auto accidents, slip and falls, sports, and on-the-job injuries, as well as acute and chronic pain. We can be reached at 678-586-3592 and located at 5459 North Henry Boulevard, D.C. in Stockbridge, Georgia. Healing the injured one spine at a time, we can be reached at ewingchiropractic.com. All right, and we are live back on Loudmouth Radio, and we are having a wonderful conversation with the property of Coxum's Low Country Cuisine, Mr. Harry Coxum. Uh, he's actually having an opportunity to share a little bit of insight about uh, the Low Country Cuisine, and I want to kind of hone in on some of the, the menu items that we have had an opportunity to just, oof. When I tell you guys the food is just delightful. Now, Mr. Harry, you spoke about uh, Chef Charlie. Right. Um, yes. Now, as far as his background and you guys coming together, how did you know that he was going to be a mesh? Like, you know, how did, how did you guys come together um, to get to the point to get the menu where you have it at? So when I met Chef Charlie, um, he was introduced to me by Chef Daryl Shuler, um, and a Chef Shuler okay. at the time was in the process of becoming. Uh, the first master chef um, of color in the U.S. Um, but um, so he came with uh, very high regards because Chef Shula has helped us out with several events in our home. Um, so I told him the type of person and the skill set that I thought was important to help us launch this new venture. 
and he introduced me to Chef Charlie. Um, from there, after we met, we spent time talking about his background, my background. We had very similar um, common threads. Um, he also um, raised at different points in time by a single um, black mom. Um, in his particular case, uh, he was uh, the oldest. So he was the elder mm-hmm. child, and he took on some additional responsibilities along his journey um, in playing a role in his brother's and his sister's rearing. Um, we also had southern roots. Um, he spent time in Alabama in Augusta, Georgia. Okay. Um, and then okay. uh, we started to talk about uh, our approach to menu development. Um, and uh, as I laid out for him, because over time I would keep recipes um, on my computer, I'd have some designs of some things that I thought would be important um, in a restaurant to help make it uh, successful, uh, especially calling on my uh, McDonald's Corporation experience. Um, and we literally started to talk about what this menu could look like um, in the infancy stages. And we do things like it's got to have black eyed peas. You know, that was a staple Absolutely. In our home, uh, <laughs> when I was growing up. Right. Um, and I said, but. Uh, I can give you the creative juices to bring something that perhaps may not have been the way it was um, uh, cooked in the Coxum's home, but I'm willing to give you that flexibility. Um, And so uh, what we ended up with is rather than just a traditional uh, cooking of black eyed pea with some smoked neck bone or some smoked turkey or something of that nature, we decided to turn it into a hummus. So we have as an appetizer that is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, so a different way to enjoy black eyed pea, we slice our own white potatoes, we blanch them, we fry them, we season them, and then we serve them up in that particular way. So it was one of those examples where his creative juices uh, were not stifled by the fact that I got, had to have black eyed pea on the menu. Our macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. We do it three cheese macaroni and cheese. Now, if I was cooking it at home, I'd probably be using four or five cheeses. Uh, but obviously, as an entrepreneur, you also got to make some money at some point in this process. Uh, absolutely, so I would not absolutely. The portion size that we serve, which are pretty hefty, um, and do five cheeses in it, and still make it um, something that I could sell for, I think, a reasonable fee, but at the same time find it to be profitable. So Charlie came up with a three cheese. Absolutely. And, cheese. Um, and it was so know, good. I had that. <laughs> That way we got yes. we we have what we call braised greens, um, and while we called them braised, it was not to say, oh no, these cannot be like the way my mother and my grandmother cooked them. Absolutely, they are. Uh, they're only braised from the standpoint as a part of our cooking process. Uh, there's a bit of braising in the process, but literally we use collards, turnips, and kale. And I would tell right. you, Ooh. they taste like collards. Mm even though they have three you know. uh, greens uh, blended together uh, with a bit of smoked turkey uh, that adds a, uh, a nice touch um, as we, um, we continue to move forward. But uh, Charlie and I have been um, good bookends in terms of the menu. Um, I get the, the final say-so on the taste buds, uh, sign off, and he gets the creative juices to try to bring some things to the table. Uh, that would be a little different and exciting and not necessarily uh, the the end state of what you could get at some of the other local restaurants that serve the same fares as we do. Exactly. I was just about to ask that question too, Mr. Coxon. From from your perspective, when, you know, I'll tell anybody that, you know, the world we live in, there's not a one place uh, that is the only place that provides you know, maybe the same type of food, same types of service, same types of elements, but it's your touch and the your things that you put into the spin of those things that separate you from the pack. So um, now you've come from the food industry. You've had a long history, um, you know, within this, this industry itself. Uh, what do you say to those who have not, maybe have never been to your restaurant, has never even heard of it, right, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's quite a few – Atlanta has become and has been for a very long time a huge market when it comes to food. More restaurants have come and, come and opened in this place and, and have, you know, opened, closed, and 
and, and they're going to steadily, you know, come to come to fruition into an area where the metropolitan area has, you know, contis- consistently continued to grow. Um, what do you say to those who um, may come into Atlanta? I think that I, I foresee Colson's being one of those staples uh, that people come into this city and say, okay, we want this type of food, and the recommendation is going to be Colson's. What would you say to those listeners um, as reasonings to why you, it would be to their uh, benefit to come into the restaurant itself and, and have the dining experience with you guys? So first I'd say um, we uniquely approach uh, the uh, menu offerings um, with a low country styling. Um, there are lots of places that you can get um, greens, mac and cheese, um, uh, sweet potatoes, um, but you won't find them exactly the way that we approach it um, in uh, Coxum's uh, or at Coxum's. Exactly. Uh, we do keep the low country in mind. So if you've been to Charleston, as you said, if you've been <laughs> to Savannah and that particular quarter, right. our approach to it mm-hmm. is along that line. Oftentimes folks might say, are you from New Orleans? Um, and we'd say absolutely right. Not. I can I see that. That owns several McDonald restaurants mm-hmm. in the New Orleans area, uh, but it, okay. and, and while we have a couple of dishes that one leans toward uh, thinking that they would come uh, primarily from New Orleans, like we do a uh, a Cajun crawfish pasta uh, that's phenomenal, and we do the same dish with chicken in the event that you can't or you don't prefer seafood. But ours start with a slant toward the low country geographical area. Um, And so take, for example, um, sweet potatoes and what one can do with them. You could certainly make a pie uh, and treat it as a dessert, but you could also take sweet potatoes and cook them up in a way that some people may call them yams um, or sweet potato um, of some sort where they're very uh, high in sugar concentration that may be delicious. If I was cooking them at home, I would have raisins and I'd use brown sugar uh, to flavor right, mine right. and apples. But what we chose right, to do right. with them at Coxum is we turned it into a souffle. So to manage the amount yes. of uh, sugar, uh, we do flavor them up. Uh, we bake our sweet potatoes whole. Uh, we then mash them. We add a little bit of flavoring, a little sugar to them. Uh, but to really get a sweet flavor that's not overbearing with sugar, we then cover them with a candied pecan that we uh, batch up mm. in the restaurant, uh, and then we put marshmallows on them, and then we send them to the oven. So it comes out in a little cup as a souffle uh, that uh, not heavy sugar concentration, but you pick it up from the marshmallow and a little bit from so the So you won't have just a complete diabetic together. attack on it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we would hope not. Uh, you wouldn't go into okay. sugar uh, <laughs> and or crash, but it's a, a delicious right. style. Um, and it's just a different approach Absolutely. to um, how we attempt to do uh, many of the things that, that we do. But it, it's, it's a great example of someone says, well, do you serve sweet potato? Yes, well, we serve a sweet potato souffle. And that's how it's, it's made, it's built, and ultimately served up uh, mm-hmm. in a very nice presentation. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's a, you know, when it comes to Southern cuisine, um, there is a um, expectation. You know, I have I, now I've I've been surprised. I've gone to some places where my expectation um, of having what is normally labeled like a Southern, uh, a, so, a soul food Southern type of cooking um and have lacked seasoning, and, and, and then the texture maybe is not quite there. You know, food and, and taste and texture is important. And if, mm. if I can't say yes, if I can't say, well, I'm on this mic, clear, any clearer, one of the things that I immediately took notice to was, was the, the taste, the seasoning of the food, and the texture. You know, like <clears throat> just, just something simple like okra. You guys uh, provide um, a, a fried okra. Now, it's one thing to have steamed or boiled, you know, okra. But if you're getting fried okra, it needs to be fried. I don't like my okra to be wet. <laughs> and the seasoning um, 
just a, something as simple as an appetizer or a side of okra, um, it immediately opens your palate. And from there, you're like, oh, the expectation just keeps going. And so, um, and, and I'm speaking from my own experience. I can say I love to eat honey. <laughs> so uh, taste and texture is so important. And, you know, one of the things that I also must, uh, you know, give admiration to is the fact that you guys have such a beautiful space. The actual interior of the restaurant, like you said, the 6,000 square feet, um, is all one level. You guys do have an outside patio. Um if you would share, because I know that you know we're, we're we're speaking on this, share a little bit about the decor of the restaurant um, and the layout of it, and and I think we do have somebody that wants to speak as well in regards to um, their experience. But if you would, if you would just share a little bit about the decor and the layout of the space too, Mr. Coastal. So a couple of things that we wanted to create, uh, we wanted a dining experience that could be felt and uh, experienced as a family. Um, so it was, uh, and, and, and also felt and appreciated across uh, a diversity of groups of, of people. Um, so we attempted to use a lot of the, some of the browns, the tans, the uh, coral color um, that we thought was symbolic of that area. Uh, one of the specialties of the area is things that slaves did back in the day was uh, a way of um, generating revenue as well as something that was very useful in the home. They made sweet grass baskets, uh, which are made from the sweet grass and other plants that are grown in the area that has more of a tannish uh, color to it. So we wanted to build that into our color scheme. It's a part of our logo and how it was designed. Uh, but that was an important piece, a warm, comfortable feeling. We're not white tablecloth, uh, but we're also um, not um, a very drab, naked place that you come for food. It is a warm feeling when you come into the building. We then extended that by I met up with a gentleman that had did some work in our home when we moved to the Atlanta area almost nine years ago, and he brought to life a lot of murals of different scenes from in and around the low country. Um, he has uh, Highway 17 in Mount Pleasant, which is just adjacent to where I was born, where I remember as a small person growing up, um, African-American women sitting on the roadside making and selling their sweetgrass basket in these small shanty-type huts. Um, I wanted a picture, while it has a lot of pain, it has a lot of history in it, of the old slave market that is now a um, slave museum. Um, and so I did something with that. I had pictures with the cobblestone streets that are yes. uh, remain to uh, Charleston. Um, we had the battery painted that was the area that um, coming into uh, the uh, Port of Charleston uh, painted with the now very uh, high-end uh, row houses um, and multicolored homes. Um, and then I have one very large scene in the bar area that is symbolic of many of the elements of the low country. It is labeled that, uh, that shows everything from the shrimp boat to the watchtower, mm -hmm. uh, to the marshy water land, um, to the different things that are, are very common to uh, the Charleston and the low country area. So we built all of that space in. We have high ceilings that are open. Um, we've done some things with some murals of some of the great entertainers that have gone home to glory uh, that I admire yes. in a, that small stage area that I wanted to uh, continue to give back by showcasing up-and-coming talent. Um, and so it's a very warm-feeling place. Uh, it's a place that, very honestly, you can come in with your suit and tie on and dine in that way, but you can also come in um, in your casual clothing. Um, and also um, enjoy the ambience of what we've offered. And that's the breadth of the experience that we were trying to create with the decor. Um, the back area well, let, you let, let, earlier. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The back area you referenced area was designed because there was no place in the Kanye's area that you could go out and eat and you could dine um, and have a place to gather to meet to celebrate um, in somewhat of a private space. 
So I invested in having a wall built that takes a part of the dining room, and we can go probably up to 50, 55 folks in a dining room setting with all of the AV uh, uh, accompaniments that one might need uh, to celebrate. Most recently, we had a, um, a wedding that took place in the area, and they came to us uh, to do their wedding dinner. Um, and they brought in about Aww. 45, 50 people and turned out to be a grand event. So that was a special one for us that someone thought that our space, while casually it could be the place to pop in and have dinner, was also the kind of place in that space that can convert to something nice that they'd want to celebrate that special occasion in their life at Coaxers. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this is Jazzy. I just took over the producer's mic because I was so excited when you were talking about the sweet potato souffle that I just grabbed the mic. I just took the mic because I needed to do a step back and let everybody know that I almost lost all of my senses over the sweet potato souffle. So, um, uh, hello. How are you? (laughs) Hi, Jazzy. (laughs) Hi, love. I just wanted to give like 16 thumbs up. Um, I know we're not on uh, Loudmouth TV right now, we're on the radio, but you know I'll post a picture with my thumbs up to let everybody know that everything that is said is so true. And for those of you that know me, which a lot of people um, do know me from my posting uh, with Loudmouth Radio and just personally, I have a very sensitive stomach, and so I cannot go eat everywhere. Matter of fact, when uh, producer Sonny and my wife said, hey, I'm going to take you out. Uh, we're going to have a business meeting and a little date. You know, we kind of do business and pleasure together. She said, I'm going to take you to this place. I was actually looking down, doing some work on uh, the phone. And when we show up to this beautiful establishment, first of all, I was like, well, where are we? And she she said, well, we're at Coxham's. And I said, okay, but what am I going to eat? She said, I promise you the food is excellent because she had a little taster before in a previous meeting. And so we go in. I'm, I very seldom look at a menu. I'm a salmon girl or I'm a fish, I mean a salmon or a chicken girl. And so I kind of just ask the waiters or the waitresses, you know, what is good in those categories. So I ordered the salmon burger with the sweet potato souffle. I just need everybody to know I did a little side okra. And almost lost my mind. The portions, I had enough for brunch the next day. Let me just tell you, absolutely wonderful. And y'all know I will be like, well, this is a wonderful person. This is how I give compliments. It is so beautiful. But I'm not going to talk about the food. So if I can't say something nice about it, I'm just going to say something nice about other things. But I can honestly say the food is really great. Again, the sweet potato souffle, 16 thumbs up. But the decor Oh, my God, you have really done an amazing, like, absolutely out of this world. 17 thumbs up for the decor, the space, everything about it. You know, I already told you I'm having my 50th plus one birthday party there in August. So I need to go ahead and put that out to the whole community to come and join me to help me celebrate being 50 plus one. Um, And I say it like that because everybody didn't show up to my birthday party last year because I was in Hawaii. So this year we're going to Copeland's. It's big enough. It's big enough for everybody to come. How many people can get in the whole entire restaurant at one time? For our code is three fifteen. I see that. Okay, so we're gonna have we're gonna have two hundred and seventy six people. We're gonna give that room for plus one, <laughs> plus one for my fiftieth <laughs> plus one birthday party, and um, we're gonna come to Copeland's and turn it out. He had. What was the band? Um, the uh, remote, remote band. The band. Remote the band. I said it backwards. They were f- so unbelievably incredible. I'm just giving an all-around thumbs up because it was just so amazing. So that was my little take the mic. My producer is now pulling it back. So I love you. I will see you again soon. Everybody come out. You know I'm going to tell like at least 276 people. Okay, bye. Thanks, Jazzy. <laughs> you know what? It's it's amazing when you have to, um, you know, you just gotta be honest. Food is 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 more than just uh, you know sitting and pulling up and eating, and the experience, you know, the ambiance, costumes embodies all of that. And when I tell you guys, you won't go wrong. You'll have a great time. Um, whether you like we said talking about work you're doing something casual, you want to have a family reunion, you know, we kind of get into that season now, 
<clears throat> we're going into the, the deeper part of the summer season, and it's very common that family reunions are coming together. You know, Metro Atlanta is a huge tourist attraction for groups and things of that nature. And I'm definitely one of the one of those people that's going to say to endorse Coastal's Low Country Cuisine for whatever needs that you may have that involves bringing a body of people together and having a great dining experience. Um, you know, the, the space is absolutely amazing. We've posted some elements of, you know, what the actual um, location, you know, will give you uh, once, once you come in. The bar is beautiful. The space itself is amazing. And Mr. Coastal spoke a lot about all of the beautiful murals that are embodied inside of the space. So, um, you know, for you, I know that you guys have been there now, what, three years? Yes. Celebrated three years, three years. in May. In May? Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So what would, what would you say is the next, uh, you know, five-year goal for Colsoms? What, what is the, uh, the desire for growth as we go into the next five years? So our plan when we started out was to develop a concept, refine it, um, make changes to it so that we could grow the concept. Uh, Our longer-term vision was to be able to franchise the concept, uh, to leverage the experience I've had, for example, in McDonald's and put some little coaxums on other places. Uh, We've been blessed to have a lot of folks suggest, uh, based on the, the experience, we could use one of these in Minneapolis, bring it to the west side of Atlanta. How about Florida? How about coming back home to Miami? Somebody hit me up about uh, Montgomery, Alabama, down on the uh, riverfront where they were developing. But we've used the last three years to tweak the menu a little bit. We've learned a lot about our systems and our processes that we need to continue to tweak um, and to unfold. Um, one of the things I will tell you that as a, as a small business in developing a concept, a new concept, is that you have Absolutely. to constantly refine things. And one of those things that we're continuing to look at, so what's the right size of the menu? Uh, what's the right, right fabrication process and time uh, that affords you the opportunity to serve uh, the flavorings that you want, but also to get it to the consumer um, in a time that's reasonable based on what their needs are? So. We're still doing that. And, and I think one of the small things I would tell you is that, for example, that I've learned is that if I was going to uh, open another one or a franchise yes. one for opening, I would make the seating capacity smaller. A 275 okay. for food that you will virtually cook to order um, is a difficult right. task to do with consistency, particularly if you have high arrival rates of customers yes. coming at you. So um, the goal would be to grow the concept, uh, to turn it into a family business. You met my brother, Bernard. Uh, Bernie joined me yes. in the last uh, couple years, uh, relocated here from St. Louis. Um, and uh, our goal All right. uh, is to put together um, um, a stream of food concepts that we can operate as a Coxum uh, family. Um, and so we're looking forward to our, our next venture into uh, food. Uh, it may be something different than Cokes and Flow Country Cuisine, but we are very receptive and understanding that there are other palates out there that don't only enjoy low country cooking, but enjoy some other things. So uh, we're in the process of uh, the three older boys putting our heads together and uh, uh, unfolding, I'll call it the next chapter of Cokes. I love it. I was going to say that um, I could so see Coaxums, uh, you know, stretched into other markets, uh, even somewhere like a New Orleans or uh, Alabama would be a fantastic space. Um, you know, there's just a wealth of opportunity, and I think that you guys already have the bones and the blueprint. Um, and just with anything, um, it's, 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 it's the tweaking, it's the turning, it's the changing. And, you know, I commend, you know, your ability to hit year three. You know, Mr. Coxon, when I'm, you know, yeah. I, when we had our initial meeting and we sat down and spoke, you know, I've, I've taken this walk and took this stretch with the Loudmouth Screening Room. And one of the great things is that your brother could join you and be a support system because um, I know what it is to be on the island alone, and it's a lot. I know we were speaking earlier about, you know, when you're wearing this kind of hat, you're doing everything, um, even with a general manager, even with an executive chef, even with a full staff, even with 
a bar manager, you're still hubbing uh, everything from the top. And from the top down, yes. um, is, is, is going to, you know, eventually evolve where the success levels are. And I'll tell anybody that, you know, it's work. Um, and it's not easy. You know, food, you know, the restaurant business is one of the highest turnovers of, 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 of lack of success when it comes to business, um, small businesses or, you know, enterprise businesses in itself. And, and, you know, a big part of that is dealing with the different personalities and, you know, and providing um, something that is desirable to the public. And uh, I, I see all of the great attributes that Coastums has, and I so can see a franchise um, in which, you know, the, 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 the mama home here in Conyers, um, you know, opens up the roots of the expansion of the brand. I, I definitely see it. And I think that you guys have a, you know, you have a very, very intensive staff. Um, Ariva and some of the different people that we've met there is on the staff. They're just a, a great group of folks. And, you know, the loyalty to what it is that you desire. It's still Harry's place. It's still, you can see the embodiment <laughs> of what your desire is. And isn't it amazing how um, you will we'll have this one picture of what we what we desire and think and want to do, and then it evolves to something else. And a lot of times it evolves to be something greater than our initial thought. <laughs> but to be able Absolutely. to still encompass the things, yeah, to still have the body. You know, at the end of at the end of the day, the big root of the desire, what it is that you always have wanted, is is within all of the mix. And so, um, I think that it's, it's still very much there, very much present. It's probably two to three times larger than what you anticipated being at first. Um, but is. with that being said, it's ideal for the location. Um, Conyers is one of those locations that has is, is going through a rebounding phase as far as economic development. There's growth. I know that the real estate market has started to rebound and improve. And, you know, um, I'm going to say it out there for those who have probably – have come to Atlanta at one point and went to Gladys Knights, um, which was one of the figures of, you know, a staple in, in, in Atlanta for, for dining, you know, one of those places that people say, oh, yeah, I want to go to Gladys Knights, chicken and waffles, and have that experience. And so I'm telling you that come to Coxon's Low Country Cuisine and have that experience. Unfortunately, Gladys Knights is no longer in operation. Um, but there's enough room for everyone, you know. And I so see Coxon's full capacitated, to the point of, I can remember, Mr. Coxon, I was in Savannah when uh, Lady and Sons, um, in those earlier phases, and when she was mm. in smaller locations off the square, and I can remember over that four or five-year stretch that, you know, they ended up moving it from one location into more of the center hub of uh, Savannah, closer towards River Street, and now you have a, tra- like, pretty much you come there as a trail of people standing in line, and they wait when I tell you they will wait for hours just to come in to have that dining experience. And so yeah. I see that for Coxons. You know what I mean? I do see it for Coxons. And I think that it's an amazing thing that you guys have established. And you guys have been doing a very good job. And I'm going to encourage you to just keep doing what you're doing. Stay close to the shoreline of what you desire it to be. And it will evolve. And, and, and it, it shows. It definitely shows. Um so one last thing, Mr. Coxum, before we kind of just go into a wrap, what would you say to those who are um, in business, whether they have started a restaurant or considering or aspiring to, to, to come into the, the, the food industry, what would you tell them in that walk and, tre- and stretch of your own experience of success and failures? Um, so first I would tell you to um, know that divine order will be what it is supposed to be. Um, We firmly believe that God's hand is on what we're doing. And while we don't always understand it all, uh, we know that he knows the end. Um, And in our mind, he has deemed this to be successful. So we work it in that direction. Uh, The second thing that I would tell you is believe in your dreams um, and be willing to step out on faith uh, that it can be what it is that you desire it to be. Um, third, Absolutely. Uh, form relationships um, and partnerships that afford you the opportunity to leverage uh, the best of what you have with the best of what 
other folks are blessed and gifted with, i.e., a great example is this collaboration right here. Uh, we do food. Exactly. We provide experience as a part of it. Uh, you're a media mogul. I'll, 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 uh, I'll call it that because that's what it will be. Uh, and we're bringing our two gifts and our talents together uh, for a common cause where we both can win and others can benefit. Um, one of the things Absolutely. I think as a small business person that we don't do often enough is create those relationships so that we can lean in on each other and support each other. Oftentimes we think we've got to do it by ourselves um, and or That's it right. is not considered ours. Um, but right. I believe that um, it, it's difficult out there. And none of us do anything alone. You know, my success in corporate right. America was because some folks reached back, gave me a hand, pulled me up, and made sure I understand mm-hmm. that my role was to reach back, grab somebody, and pull them up and tell them that their responsibility Absolutely. is to do the same thing. Um, but uh, the life of uh, the entrepreneur, and sometimes I joke, if you haven't figured out, I'm a brother of color, and I call it the life of the entrepreneur, is a difficult one right. um, in the early stages. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of fruit uh, to be bared. Uh, we're excited about the opportunity, to your point. Uh, most restaurants don't make it the first 18 months. We were blessed to celebrate three years in May. We're excited Absolutely. about the fourth, and we're looking forward to the tenth. I know that's right, and and we already scheduled it done. And you know what, Mr. Coulson? Giving sure, giving you praise for for what you, Sunny, what you've done, and it was a pleasure meeting Jazzy. Uh, I appreciate your passion for what you do, and while it is a business, um, and intended to be a for-profit business, so we all need to recognize that in our support of you. Uh, but I want you to know how much I appreciate uh, you lending uh, your gift, your skills, and support of what we're trying to do with Coxum. So uh, in any way that we can help, uh, give a brother a shout. You better believe it, and it's a forge ahead. And I, I so agree with everything that you just stated, and thank you so much. And, you know, I think one of the best parts of what, I think Jazzy and I have come to find as we've come together and continue to go on our voyage in this thing called life is that the best part of what we are able to do is to meet people right where they are. And it's always exciting to see those who are out here taking the risk. And even though we get beat up on the day-to-day things that may take place sometimes, (laughs) we get challenged, we get pushed back, come back, we stand back up. Um, We just have to keep each other encouraged, and I I have this mantra and belief. Two things. One, especially with us as a brand, is that we want to support those who support us, and we want to do business with those who do business with us. And I always have said you can be in business for yourself, but you don't have to be in business by yourself. So this is a prime example of that. And um, I know that as our our relationship is continuing to evolve and grow, that the brands that we represent will continue to grow. And that, you know, we're all in one common level as a society, and that's to serve. So it is absolutely our pleasure to be a part of this process and the part of the evolution and growth. And I continuously am looking forward to the to the things that we know is going to come forth and that's going to continue to grow from this union and this opportunity. It's, this is very clear to me. And I, I told Jazzy earlier today, I said, you know, the other night when Jazzy tried to say, oh, I was trying to help Mr. Coulson get away because I had you caught up in the booth and I was showing you pictures of talking to you. I was like, no, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know, when... You know it's a good space, and it's just not necessarily. It's not that you you're not expecting to feel the crunch or feel the pinch sometime when you're working, but you should definitely find the joy of opportunity. And for us, you know, we'll work, but we also find the joy of meeting people and connecting to people and having an opportunity to be a part of their growth. So we also thank you uh, from Loudmouth Radio and as a brand, and we look forward to you know our union and growth further from this point forward. You bet. Thank you. Thank you so much, have Mr. Coulson. And if you, if you would, if you have anything that you would like to share before you get off air of anything you have coming up that you didn't mention earlier, 
Do you have anything that you would like to uh, – oh, if you would, share your social media handles and your website, and we'll get you out of here. Uh, website is CLC Cuisine, C-U-I-S-I-N-E dot com. Um, that is in, inbred in all of our our Twitter, our Facebook, uh, as well as our um, Instagram. It's always CLC uh, Cuisine dot com. Um, what I would Thank like you, to Ms. tell you is recognizing that there's a special component of uh, what has to happen in any business, particularly around food, is the importance of value and those folks that uh, need some lower cost but uh, quality food. So we're getting ready to launch uh, a couple of lunch specials between 11 o'clock and 3 o'clock. We're going to do uh, an all-you-can-eat pasta. We've got three flavors that we're launching. only cost you 8 bucks. Um, and then we're doing some nice. specials on lunch around um, – a $10 special that will have a, a chicken as well as a fish uh, entree as a part of the option. So if you're in the area, you got a little time on your hand, you got a few dollars you'd like to spend, stop in and give us a try for lunch. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Colson. You have a wonderful mm-hmm. afternoon, and we look forward to seeing Will you do. across the table very soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks again, Sunday. Bye-bye. Have a blessed one. So, guys, if you want to know further, please just visit the website and put your reservations in. And let me make sure you guys have the address. It's 1300 Irish Drive Southwest in Conyers, Georgia. 394 is that zip code. So make sure you make it a part of your, um, your, a part of your month. Maybe have some girlfriend time, some family time, host your meeting there. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And as always, it's always a blessing for us to be able to bring forth this information to you on our Tea Time segment, the Entrepreneur Academy. And we thank you guys so much for your opportunity of listening in. And listen, if you don't believe me, go to their Facebook, go to their Twitter, and they also have Instagram, CLCC Cuisine. And we're also posting our content of this information on our social media handles. So you can check us out on Live Mouth Radio. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're also on Twitter. And uh, definitely go to the website. You can uh, pull up this content and hear this show. Uh, we are so grateful for our listening audience and having opportunities to introduce some amazing businesses as well as entrepreneurs that have the vision behind the brands. And we thank you guys for supporting us. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this show. And thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have a blessed and safe afternoon.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.